0: And a good Saturday morning to you, and thanks to the help you get from ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll keep you running. I mean your vehicle, car, truck, or van, if you have problems with that and you need to bring in your car, truck, or van to your favorite dealer, your favorite shop for service, you might want to know what the heck is ailing. Well, Dan will give you some idea. Good morning to you, Dan Burns.
1: Good morning, Denny Long. How are you, sir?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I hope you uh, are as well, you, your family, and, uh, and all the good folks at uh, Lloyd's Automotive. Now, you, I assume, uh, you, you guys are closed today because of the holiday.
1: We are closed today because of okay. the long holiday weekend. We all take a, we take a long three-day break, which is well-deserved by the crew and uh, much appreciated by me.
0: I can well imagine. But normally, just for those that are new to the show, uh, Lloyd's is open for about half a day on Saturday.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're open from 8 to 12 on most
0: Saturdays. All right, good. Uh, If you have any kind of a car care question, and and don't wait, by the way, Dan uh, takes his leave about 745, uh, making way for Jack Farrell's wine chat this morning. So if you have, uh, don't be shy, call in your question or send a text. It's the same number, 651-651. Nine eight nine nine two two six. Sometimes we tend to get a little uh, loaded up here with uh, calls or texts, and uh, we can't get you all. So um, do it earlier rather than later, I guess is my is my point. Uh, what are folks coming to see uh, you guys at Deloitte's uh, for this week? A lot of uh, uh, spring and summer travel, I presume.
1: Yeah, you know, spring and summer travel, of course. And also, Denny, when we get our first significant uh, moisture in the season, like that long rainy day that we had, uh, moisture and electricity do not go well together. And uh, and all of the electrical components in the vehicle, for example, like the spark plugs, uh, if your vehicle is old enough to still have spark plug wires, if you have bad spark plug wires and you get the Kind of moisture and humidity that we've had, uh, you know, this past week or two, uh, those electrical issues have a tendency to show up in that. And so we've had an awful lot of that going on, moisture related type stuff. And, and then, uh, you know, these first heavy rains that we have, uh, uh, people are discovering maybe that their, uh, sunroofs leak. A little bit because the drains are plugged or something like that. So we've had we've had uh, water-related stuff, I think, is, is the best way to describe it. We've got quite a bit of that going on right now. Hmm.
0: Is that uh, pretty common? I know you and I have talked about that over the years uh, as far as uh, leakage from a sunroof or a moonroof because of – is the clogged gutter usually the culprit, I guess?
1: It usually is. You know what happens? We park under trees last fall and those drains get plugged and then they haven't been tested all winter because we haven't had any rain on them and then when you get a long rain like we had on what day was it Thursday I guess uh, you get uh, those things have a tendency to show up so we saw quite a bit of that this at the end of the week this week where uh, you know and, and that's quite commonly what the problem is you know the the sunroof while you think that it's uh perfectly sealed up around the roof of your car that's not necessarily true uh oftentimes it lets the water through or or it you know the water seeps through but there's a gutter system built into the sunroof and the uh that water then drains uh, into into the Gutter and then through a tube that actually goes through the pillar in most cars and uh, down onto the ground. And if that gets plugged, of course the and then the gutter overflows just like on your house, and uh, and it drips inside the car.
0: Huh. i I uh, I'm looking at the clock here. I know we have to break momentarily, but I there's a text that just came in, Dan. I. Uh, I'm looking at the clock here. I know we have to break momentarily, but I there's a text that just came in, Dan. Uh, let, let's do this, and then we'll uh, move on. 2015 Cadillac with engine start stop button owner's manual says, after changing the battery, turn the ignition on, but do not start the engine. Uh, texter says, how do you turn ignition on green light, but not start the engine? So electronic throttle control will relearn its home position if I press start without foot on the brake, it goes to accessory. The amber light. I guess that. Well, the question is, how do I? How do I press the button without <laughs> starting the engine? <laughs>
1: I've, I've never heard that. I uh, haven't either. If, but if you push the button without putting your foot on the brake,
0: yes, uh,
1: that's what they're talking about. They're, ta- right. they're talking about uh, about just giving it, just bringing it to that position. In other words, bringing all of the computers to life before you actually start the vehicle I've never heard that we change uh, batteries in uh, remote starts all the time and uh, I've never done that so however I'm gonna stick with my with what I preach I believe what your owner's manual says so if the owner's manual says to do that then do that that's the right thing to do so just bring it to life uh, before you actually put your foot on the brake and start the car
0: Very good. All right, let's take this quick break, inviting our listeners to join in. Dan has helped uh, our CCO listeners out for, boy, over 25 years here on CCO. So call in your question or send a text before we run out of time. And that is the same number for whatever text or phone call. 651-989-9226. We'll be back with more of our Car Care Show every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you, Denny Long here, along with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyds Automotive, located exactly where, Dan, on Grand Avenue.
1: Well, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, Denny, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. Uh, You can find us on the web also at LloydsAutomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, LloydsAutomotive.net. Or give us a call next week at 651 228 One three, one six.
0: Very good. We'll uh, get you that number when uh, before Dan leaves us, which by the way is around seven forty five. So if you have any kind of a car care question, now's your chance. Don't wait. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Let's go back to the phones. I think Chuck is on the line from Maple Grove to uh, ask you a question. Thanks, Chuck. What's your question for Dan?
1: Good morning, Uh, Dan. I have a classic nineteen eighty one Datsun two hundred eighty ZX. It runs fine, but I've been chasing this problem the last two summers. It leaks fuel at a flexible fuel line right before the rear axle when the car is cold. And I have a drip, 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 drip. When I warm the car up, that drip goes away. So from the time that I can take it out of my garage when the vehicle's cold, I'll have a drippy leak. And this is intermittent, so it doesn't happen every time. But by the time I get to my shop to show the mechanics, It stopped, and I can't figure it out. So two theories was that maybe it was a pressure regulator, but the car doesn't seem – it operates fine. And the other thought was maybe it's a venting issue. Any thoughts? Could be – I would agree with either of those. The uh, solution, I think, is going to be that you're going to leave the car at the shop which is what I would ask you to do. Leave the car with me for a day or two and let me experience this myself when I can put it up on the hoist, leave it up on the hoist and start it cold and actually catch it dripping. There's obviously something back there that is uh, dripping under those conditions. And I don't know what it is or why it is, but uh, I don't think that uh, if you get it up on the hoist, it will be difficult. Uh, for your shop to find. But that's exactly what I would do, is ask you to leave it so that I can actually start it uh, when it's cold. Uh, but I'm, I'm just not familiar enough with that particular car to know exactly what's, what's back there and what would be causing the problem.
0: Okay, very good. Good luck, Chuck. Thank you. Uh, let's see who's next. Uh, Al is calling in from St. Paul this morning. Al, you're on CCO with Dan. Um,
1: yeah, good morning. Very good program. Uh, Anyhow, a friend of mine has got a 2013 Toyota Highlander, and she always takes it to the dealer for the oil change, but every time she takes it, uh, the alignment is off. Have you ever heard of that? I have not heard of that, and I can't imagine uh, what that would be unless, the act of of uh, raising the vehicle up on the rack has some sort of effect on a, the strut or um, some sort of component that's loose or has play in it. So uh, if indeed the alignment is off, and I assume what you're what's what you're saying is when when you get it back, the steering wheel's not straight when you're driving down the road or it pulls left or right. Uh, if that's the case, I would be a little bit worried about the suspension system you know, what's changing in the process of li- of lifting it up on the hoist. Obviously, when they're doing an a, a oil change, they're not changing anything or adjusting anything uh, that should cause the alignment to change. So something in the process of putting it up on the hoist is causing that. And uh, I think I would ask you to bring that in and, and just tell somebody this story and have them check the steering and suspension to see if something is worn out, if a if a uh, if a coil spring is broken, or something like that that's causing something to change when you raise it up.
0: Speaking of oil changes, Dan, I'm not sure if manufacturers recommend a certain thing, but what do you personally, professionally, recommend when? Uh, a customer brings in their car for uh, an oil change. What, how often do you rotate tires? Is that pretty well, common with well, the each man, oil
1: change? Yeah, it is It is pretty common, and it's also a good idea. Tires have gotten so expensive, and so if you can stretch out the life of your tires, it's it's a good investment to have them rotated. A lot of the manufacturers are recommending as often as every 5,000 miles uh, to rotate the tires, uh, actually that 's very common um, um so i and, and I recommend that you know the the process that we use is we have a tread depth gauge and we measure the tires front and rear if the and we want to keep the best tires we want to keep rotating the best tires to the front of the vehicle, and so that 's when we rotate the tires and the other time that we would rotate the tires is if the front tires are showing any indication of wear on the edges of the tires and if you don't allow that chopping pattern to get into the uh, tread wear then uh, if you if you keep rotating the tires often enough that pattern doesn't get into the tire and then the uh, then you don't ruin the tire prematurely.
0: Yeah you're right about the cost yeah tires can be pretty expensive. All right Let's do this, Dan. Let's uh, take a break and have a look at that uh, CCO forecast, especially for this holiday weekend and the week coming up. And uh, we have more car care. Dan will be with us till about 745. Call in or text in your question at 651-989-9226. 46 degrees here in the Twin Cities on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here, along with Dan Burns, who is an ASC-certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, answering your questions like he's done for many years here on WCCO. Uh, Dan, we have callers, we have texters. Let's see how many folks we can help out before you take your leave this morning. I think Bob is on the phone calling in from uh, Northfield this morning. Thank you, Bob. What's your question? Dan, I've got a 09 Lexus IS250. And the steering locks up on it and uh I can't get it uh can't get the steering straightened out or
1: uh or can't get the you steering mean, to work. You mean it get you mean the steering gets stuck when you park the car? And you yeah, can't turn it, the key when you get back in it? Yes, it, the steering is totally locked up. Even when I start the car now I can't uh car's immobile right now. Oh wow so you can turn the key and start the car and the uh, but the but the steering wheel still is like the key is turned off. Yeah, the steering wheel is locked in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know there's there's a safety device, there's a, there's a wheel lock is engaged as, you know, part of the safety system uh on the vehicle so somebody can't it makes it difficult for somebody to steal your car. Uh the, the, so it locks the steering wheel, and it sounds to me like that lock is not disengaging um, when you're starting the car. And I'm not sure on that car if it's a, if it's an electrical solenoid that makes makes it unlock, or if it's a uh, mechanical device that makes it unlock when you turn the key. But it sounds like that's not working correctly. It's not disengaging. And so I'd have to do a little research to see what it is that's causing that. But it sounds to me like you're going to end up having your vehicle towed and uh, having that locking mechanism repaired and, you know, find out what's what's going on with it. If it's if it's an electric solenoid that operates is perhaps that solenoid is is uh, is not working correctly. If it's a cable that operates it, which is sometimes sometimes the case. Maybe that cable is broken or, or stuck or something like that, uh, causing that problem. But, but I think that's what you have going on there.
0: Ooh, that's frustrating. Holy mackerel.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Good luck with that, Bob. Let's see. A texter says it's a 2000 Toyota Avalon V6, 210,000 miles on it. It's misfiring on cylinder one. Texter's changed all the plugs and coil packs, but it's still misfiring. Any suggestions?
1: Well, I do have suggestions. you know um, the ingredients for a for combustion to happen in a cylinder is uh, gas fuel, ignition and timing and compression. If one of those things is missing and obviously one is uh, that's what's causing the problem you've eliminated the uh, possibility of a spark plug or a coil by changing those, but that still doesn't mean that the, for example, the ignition coil is getting a signal from the computer. It could be in the connection or in the wiring that's causing that problem. Uh, it could be in the fuel. It could be a fuel injector that's not working. Something like that, or it could be mechanical. It could be in the engine itself where a valve is not opening and closing properly. And that'll certainly cause a misfire. Um, So the diagnostic procedure would be to see which one of those ingredients is missing. And you'd do it with a compression gauge and with a spark indicator and with a a little light for the fuel injector. uh, And you can actually mechanically operate a fuel injector with a tool. Uh, But at any rate, you would need to find out which ingredient is missing and then uh, go after that component. Uh, obviously, it's not the coil or the spark plug, so you need to keep going down the list and figure out uh, which one's not working correctly. Okay.
0: This texter, Dan, says a 2011 Dodge Nitro four-wheel drive with a 4.0 engine. The oil drain plug is stuck. Cannot budget at all. Had it in to an oil chain shop with the same results. My local Dodge dealer says the whole oil pan has to be replaced. With four hours of labor plus a new pan cost, does that seem reasonable?
1: Well, could be. However, I would say I've never not gotten one out. Uh, that does happen, uh, especially on those uh, on a Dodge. That it, it's a thirteen millimeter drain plug, and that. The drain plug gets very tight, and if somebody used a 12-point socket on it to take it off, it it rounds the the drain plug off, and uh, and then it makes it difficult to get it out. However, you know we have some special tools that will get a grip of that uh, drain plug, and uh, like I say, I've never not gotten one out. But there's always a first time. And (laughs) one thing I've learned in this business, Denny, is you can never say never.
0: Never Um, say never.
1: Yeah, Yeah. never say never. But but, uh, if that's true, then I believe them that the oil pan might have to be changed. But uh, I would let uh, maybe an old mechanic like me that's had lots of experience (laughs) on stuff like that give it a whirl and uh, see if they can't get it out for you and save you uh, all that
0: money. I should say. We're almost out of time, Dan. Uh, Here's one. It says a 12-year-old vehicle with power windows, a driver's side window does not operate. Is this something you can fix or better take into a body shop?
1: Yeah, no, we do that all the time. And on a 12-year-old vehicle, uh, quite commonly what happens is the wiring that goes from the door to the body of the car is in a bellows. And every time you open and close the door, those wires flex. And quite frequently, those uh, wires will break. And so that's what we find. Uh, And they can be, you cut out that piece of bad wire and solder and some new wire, and uh, you'll be back on the road again.
0: Good to go. Well, here's, you know, they say word of mouth is best advertising. Before we uh, take our leave, Dan, here's a final text. It says, Ben Deloitte's Automotive. This is for real now. Great shop, great people. Dan personally changed the oil in my blue Corvette. About seven years ago, <laughs> so that was a good memory for this uh, for this texter. So, how do we get yeah. in touch? Uh, and by the way, uh, enjoy the, the the holiday. I know you're closed today, but generally open Saturdays. But uh, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Well,
1: uh, come on over here. We are at nine eighty two Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue, right by the Lexington restaurant. You can find us on the web at Lloyd's Automotive dot net l l o y d s net, or give us a call on tuesday at six five one two two eight one three
0: one six sounds mighty fine dan well good let's do this again next week if you're available and and uh, enjoy uh, you and your crew uh, a, a longer weekend
1: sounds good we will thanks danny and you too
0: Thanks very much. Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Stay tuned. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO.